Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about how the eyes have it. And uh, Canada, that thing that happened in Canada, and a term that apparently a whole lot of people just got exposed to for the first time. Uh, and we're going to go through a whole bunch of questions came in. We're not going to read all the questions, but we're going to answer them all in this video. We're going to lead off with one question that may actually be the most important piece of information to really understand if you want to know what the five eyes really is. Okay, so the question is, how do we know that it wasn't a five eyes agent that did that thing in Canada and they're just trying to blame India? Well, the easiest way to know that is that the five eyes don't have agents. Five Eyes is not an intelligence agency, despite how it, it is apparently coming across. That's not what it is. Uh, it's also not new, and it's also not incredibly secret. Uh, it has been around since 1941, when uh, it can trace its origins back to 1941, when U.S. and U.K. codebreakers were sharing information. Uh, yes, 1941, before the United States officially joined the war, because again, giant poker game, everybody's cheating. This is a massive assistance in cheating. Don't view Five Eyes as an intelligence agency. It's not what it is. It's more like a library. But every book in the library was donated by a spy. Spies that work for the Five Eyes. The Five Eyes being the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada. Those are the Five Eyes. This also answers another question. Why didn't Canada have to make a public declaration and show the intelligence to uh, get some nations to know that it was real? Because they already had it. It was in the library. And they read it. That's what it is. Um, now, there are some privacy concerns that go along with this, obviously, because a lot of countries have laws about intelligence agencies spying on their own people. They generally don't have laws about another country spying on their people and then sharing the information with them. So there's kind of a, there's a workaround there. Um, now, this term has come out into the public because it has been revealed, I guess, by a U.S. diplomat that Canada didn't have to uh, disclose where they got the information because apparently they got it from a different Five Eyes member. They got it through the library. Um, now, all of this is fuel for conspiracy theories, um, which is weird because the truth is... I mean, that seems like enough. Like, you wouldn't need to add anything more to that. Um, but it has become, and this term has become linked to a whole lot of, of theories. The other thing to know is that there's way more than the Five Eyes. The Five Eyes is the best known agreement like this, but there is also something called the Nine Eyes, which includes... Denmark, France, the Netherlands, 
in either Norway or Sweden. I can't remember which, but it doesn't matter because whichever one is not a member of Nine Eyes is a member of Fourteen Eyes, which includes Belgium, Germany, Italy, Spain, and whichever one I messed up. These agreements, there's a whole lot of them. Uh, it's worth noting that 14 eyes, that's not actually called 14 eyes on any documentation. That's just kind of the, the nickname for it. There's also Five Eyes Plus, which I want to say that is more focused on the Pacific. Um, there are a number of these agreements around. And it is countries that have been long-time allies, countries that have shared national interests for a very long time, also sharing information. That's what it is. It's a library. It, it, that's your best analogy that you're going to find. Now, initially, it was all about signals intelligence. But as you know, it progressed over the last 80 years, there's also geospatial, basically every kind of intelligence can be shared in this library now. Um, but it is a structure that exists, and I think most people understood that this occurred, particularly with the Five Eyes, because of how close those countries coordinate when it comes to the military and intelligence. Um, but I guess it's surprising that there's a formal agreement, um, but, I mean, it's it's been around a really, really long time. Um, there's been a number of controversies that have arisen that are kind of worth looking into, uh, one being Echelon. That was, at the time when news broke, you know, the U.S., people in the U.S. were kind of like, nah, okay. Europe, on the other hand, they, like, lost it. They, they were really upset. Um, but the, the crux of this is that it's not an international spy agency. It's more like a library. Um, all of the intelligence agencies from, when you're talking about the Five Eyes, the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand... The spy agencies from those countries share information with other agencies from Five Eyes nations. That's what it is. Um, learning about some international spy library, for lack of a better term, I guess it's one of those things that could be unnerving, especially if you were a you know like ardent nationalist and very uh, very of the opinion that your spy agency only works for your country or something like that. But, I mean, I think deep down, everybody knew this was happening. Um, and again, it, it's not like this news just broke. Um, this, is, this has been public for a really long time. It's just that a new group of people is being exposed to this for the first time. Again... Privacy concerns, they exist, and they're real. Um, and other than that, I mean, it, it's, it's a library. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.